You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. Yes, the song. Just like the best performance. So good. Uh, Rachel and Finn, we got so much of it tonight. I know it's late. This could just be our show. I know. We just want to sing along. And yep. Marissa, want to take a turn? No? I would if I don't want to embarrass myself. Understandable. Well, we should say that Bing is for doing, and we're here doing another Glee after show. Oh, see, we got right, a little, go. we got a go. little <laughs> note from Marissa. It's great. Um, we're in season four, episode 14, called I Do, but maybe should have been called I Don't. More, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> yes, um, I'm Stephanie Wenger. Hi, everyone, I'm Marissa Serafini. And we have a small team tonight, but we're excited to be here, and happy Valentine's Day to everyone. This is the Valentine's Day episode of Glee this year, and lots of changes, kind of the antithesis of the breakup happening. All right, oh Ooh. my goodness, totally opposite, which I think is just something... All of us Gleek fans really wanted this whole season. We just wanted everyone to just get back together. Just for maybe, not like forever, but just a small amount of time just to please us again, you know? I think, well, I'm in the camp that I want Finn and Rachel (laughs) to be together forever. And we know that from this episode that that may or may not be the case. It's looking more like may not, but you never know. There's some secrets that are... All right, coming out, but we'll talk about them in a little bit. We should jump into the center of all of this, why they were all back at McKinley, which is Mr. Shoe's wedding and Finn being the best man. Yeah, that's really cute. And and I, I like how um, that Finn is the best man because he really is like the younger version of Will, so it's, it really just makes sense that he fills that role. Yeah, it really does. He doesn't feel like... He's one year out of high school to me anymore, though. He's definitely uh, grown up fast in the last, what is it, nine months or so since he graduated. Yeah, and he speaks like an adult, too. And he's thinking rationally, and he's coming up with all these more mature decisions and how to do approach situations. Absolutely. And we should say why I said I don't is that Emma and Mr. Shu, they're dealing with all of this drama because, as you remember, Finn and... Emma kissed in the last episode and he feels kind of okay about it. We see him discuss it with Rachel a little, but she's freaked out and says, you've made me lie to my husband-to-be. This is, you know, a big mistake. And she's panicking over wedding plans. And right before her wedding, she truly panics and runs. 
literally runs. <laughs> runs away Run away from a bride. Yeah, I mean, it's so stereotypical of what you see on TV shows. It reminded me of One Tree Hill has had a runaway wedding. <laughs> Lots of shows, this is the way they go. But I wanted Emma and Mr. Shu to actually tie the knot. Right, because we've seen this relationship, like, go on and off all like since season one and we finally wait for the episode where they actually tie the night and it didn't happen it's that's really disappointing yeah do you have any hope for um them getting back together do you think that this is the end for them i think so it's not like yes finn did have a momentary lapse with emma and there was a kiss there but i don't think that was enough to ruin completely ruin a relationship i think it was just emma just literally her ocd was coming to her and getting the best of her and she was getting too overwhelmed and she just ran away out of pure nervousness and panic i don't think there was an external force that would drive a complete wedge between them there is they do still have true love for each other i want them to you know be together and have that happily ever after but i feel like at some point they've had so many what ifs and and times where it could have worked out and it never does for them their timing always seems to be off that i question whether they're meant to be together i guess at this point because i felt like this was finally it they were gonna do it and they had this big engagement with the pool and all of that Mm -hmm. and then they just couldn't make the wedding happen and so that kind of bummed me out yeah and the engagement episode was the valentine's episode last year last season yeah so we kind of it makes sense that the valentine's episode this season would be the wedding one but i still there's hope i still think that they can get back together i mean i always have hope i just i start to question because it doesn't feel like it necessarily will but mr shu also it came back for the glee club it became clear that it was not just to get married um he's back from dc where he was working on educational initiatives Mm -hmm. and he he's there to he wants to take the glee club all the way to nationals and he it looks like at the beginning of the episode he's gonna kick Finn to the curb a, a little bit. Like, it didn't look like he was necessarily going to be as involved in the club, and then by the end of the episode, we see that, in fact, you know, there will be a partnership between the coaches. I'm interested to see if there will be friction, though, between them. Um, yeah, maybe. I, I actually think that since both of them are working together in a partnership, that the Glee Club would be stronger. There are two leaders now, and there's more solidarity, and um, I think that They'll just be a stronger team all together that will go to nationals. So I think their partnership will actually help the team and benefit them. It's true. Uh, well, Valentine's Day and their wedding kind of became an excuse for, as we said, all of these mix-ups in the couples. Uh, well, couples getting back together. It was really more getting back together than breaking up. We didn't really right. have a lot of couples <laughs> splitting up tonight. They wanted to make a happy Valentine's Day episode, obviously, rightfully. Which is good. Yeah. I mean, they got to give us something. They yeah. gave us a heartbreaking episode. Now they got to give us a heartwarming episode. Exactly. How tragic would it be if the breakup was the Valentine's Day episode? Just like, just <sighs> thought of that. Like, I would be devastated. That's the worst way to spend your Valentine's Day. So I'm yes. happy that this episode I'm definitely was more 
you know, that happy tone to the it. Happiness. This would be a completely different after show if it was that kind of episode. And, you know, like, just everyone, mm. We were close to tears, if you recall, for <laughs> yes, the breakup yes, episode. We I think it was the two of us, <laughs> again. Yes, it was. And uh, we were near tears. Anyways, yeah. so... We were in tears, but we, we kept it together that episode. We, we, we pulled it back. It's okay. Um, but Ryder uh, pulls out all the stops, Uh uh, actually, excuse me, Jake pulls out all the stops, but with Ryder's help. Ryder's help, yeah. And um, he is trying to win Marley over and, you know, make her, I guess, like, more into him. I'm not sure what I would say. He wants to go all the way with her. That's what we quickly learn. And he'll do anything, any romantic gesture to get there. But he has no idea how to do romance. And he leans on Ryder to find out Marley's favorite flowers. Um, I think he gets a necklace from... uh, From Ryder. From Ryder to give to Marley. I thought that was interesting how Ryder just happened to have that in his pocket. Makes me wonder if he was actually planning on giving it to Marley later that night. Well, I mean, we kept getting all of those long glances and all the throughout the episode where mm-hmm. you were just like you knew that he had feelings for for Marley that Ryder was just hiding what he truly felt and also like what guy notices your favorite flowers if he's not interested in you know, it it's that's a hard one to be like yeah I, I know mm-hmm. all of my friends favorite flowers yeah. but the reason why uh Jake was going asking for Ryder's um advice was because he originally asked his brother Puck, and he gave all the wrong advice, or not not the best advice and best way to approach a girl, because Puck turns out to be like a bit abrasive and upfront. Yeah. That might be a little bit of turnoff, and I don't think Jake's that kind of person. So it makes sense that Jake went to Ryder instead for that romantic advice. Well, we all know that Puck has kind of this crazy history with the girls. He mm-hmm. Girls seem to fall for him, but he doesn't treat them well. It's not about how, like, good of a boyfriend he is to these women. It's right. all about, I don't know, his appeal, what have you, that that seems to get the girls. Like, when he's actually with them, he's pretty not so nice to them, really. No, he doesn't treat them well. No. Um, the best way, at least. And I like the fact that Jake is is trying. I mean, it, it's it does take effort to go to your friend and you know, be like, oh, what should I do? What I, I mean, it, maybe it's not the most creative thing you've ever seen, but he, he's trying in his own way. Yeah, and I think this is Jake's first real romantic relationship. Yes, he may have dated a lot of girls, but this is the one that's really serious. He's taken it to heart, and he really, really does love Marley in that way and wants to, sh- you know, put out all the stops for her and actually, you know, do all these romantic gestures. Which I thought was really it's sweet in some ways. It's very high school to like go to your buddy and and ask what should I do. Um, yeah. It would have been nice to see him actually you know come up with his own. True. I agree. But I felt bad for Ryder throughout the episode. I just wanted him yeah. to be that person who goes up to her and actually says it. And he, he does in the end. But I just I wanted it sooner. Like I wanted him to hand her the flowers and I don't know. There's been that love triangle all season and I think it's still going to go it seems like it's raging as a triangle at this point. Oh I, yeah, now it's getting there and I think the bromance is going to uh split a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely I mean, taking a turn. Exactly. And it'll be interesting to see if 
uh, when and how Jake finds out about that kiss that Ryder and Marley had at the lockers, which I thought I thought Jake was going to see that. I mean, they're out in the hall. Yeah. And with high school, you know, if you're making out with someone, usually someone else is someone else sees and then they go tell someone else and somehow it all goes back to the person you don't want finding out. Especially at the lockers. That's just a place where it's not like they were, you know, somewhere where it was a little more private in a car or anything like that. It was just like out there there (laughs) for everyone to see. But let us know what you think. Should uh, Marley choose Ryder or Jake? You can go to iTunes and rate and comment on our show and tell us what you think of any Glee theories out there, um, what you think of all these relationships rekindled. It, it was a big episode for that. So, yeah, head over to iTunes and let us know. We love reading your comments, and it helps us make a better show. So Yeah, it was a great episode, too. It let us fun. know how you think about this episode. Yeah, it's a really fun one tonight. Um, Blaine and Kurt, that's another rekindled relationship. Well, mm. I don't know. I feel like I want to call it rekindled because they're, yeah. they're half rekindled. Like Yeah, halfway there. Yeah. I don't think Kurt's into it as much. Well, yeah, he's going no. back to New York. He wants his New York life. I mean, he fought so hard for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he fought to get into Niata and live with Rachel and all of this. And he's not going to go and have a small town life even for a year with Blaine while he, you know. Yeah, and he even said multiple times, like, we are just friends, and that is it. And he's, you know, putting down his foot. And yes, Blaine did cheat on him, but I think he's still you know, hurt from that, and he just wants that relationship, but I don't think his heart is into it. Even in the Christmas episode when Blaine came back for Kurt in New York, um, it looked like Kurt was happy, but it didn't seem like he was fully embracing the fact that Blaine is back in his life. Yeah, I feel like Blaine has so much regret over um, over cheating on Kurt that he can't let go of the relationship. He, he wants to be with him, and maybe it's because he, it's like his first love. There's a million reasons why he could want this relationship to work mm-hmm. and I'm a big fan we know of Kurt and Blaine and that relationship right. but I feel like right now it's going to be tough to until uh, Blaine graduates to have any sort of real relationship. I agree because they're still not in the same position Blaine is still in high school there's still a literal distance between the two and they're just not on the same page in life. Yeah, but it was funny. I feel like that's, like, they so went with the stereotypical thing before the wedding, hooking up, um, or, like, making out in the car, and then hooked up after the wedding, I should specify. But, I mean, it was very funny that that, I was like, oh, such a stereotype, but so glee to pull it off. And I gasped, (laughs) because we saw Kurt making out with someone, and then when they revealed it was Blaine, I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. We thought, well, for a minute, I thought he, like, brought his New York boyfriend Mm -hmm. to McKinley, and I was like, that's. A, that's a fast move, but right. I could see it happening. Kurt's really into him. That makes sense. But, um, no, it's... And Blaine really, really wants this relationship to work, and he looks really upset when he's left in the hotel room, and and Kurt kind of leaves and is like, okay, I'll meet you. I think I'll meet you downstairs. Meet is what, downstairs. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Kurt's really into it. I, I Not think. as much as he used to, you know, when they were first together. No, I mean, definitely their honeymoon stage is long over mm-hmm, at this point. Definitely. They've been through a lot together, and I hope that it works out. I kind of want all these relationships to work out. I, I like... 
I think right now they're only that friends with benefits kind of relationship. I know. It's it's tough to watch that because I think that's exactly what Kurt kind of views it as, is this, like, it's fun, it's easy, we know each other, great, mm-hmm. where uh, Blaine wants that deeper connection. Yes. And he's over the moon with Kurt. I think he's so happy that Kurt's finally, you know, back in his life, and he thinks that everything's okay, but I don't think it is. Yeah, and Blaine definitely is not the only one who's upset by this kind of where their relationship is. We see (laughs) Tina really freak out for a second. Oh, she's mad. She confronts um, Kurt about how he's treating Blaine, and uh, she... That, and then uh, he turns around and calls her, you know, that, I think, she, hag. Hag. Yeah, which I was like, whew, that's Ooh. big words for Glee here. Um. But good for Tina. She's sticking up for herself again. Yeah. You know, I think after that diva episode, you know, she can approach anyone with attitude. I think she's at that point where she'll just say anything and that's on her mind. She wants to get it out and she wants to be hurt. Good for her. Yeah, I mean, I really like that we're seeing a stronger character from her, even though she's making mistakes and maybe, you know, liking the wrong guy or liking a guy who obviously will never like her back. But I like that she's trying to, like, step out of her comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's kind of what high school's all about, is figuring out what you like, dislike, all all of that. And I love how... Kurt was like vapo rape. What was that? Oh yeah, it was like you vapo raped my ex boyfriend, and I was just like, wow, the Glee writers <laughs> like that's that. that's one of those things where you know it's from the writers' room at like one in the morning. They were like, what are we gonna call this? Vapo raped. Like that's hilarious and <laughs> such a Glee thing right there. Like yeah. perfect. Um, that was good. It was. It was like one of those. Just like oh okay. Um, yeah, and then the other most shocking relationship of the night. Oh, my goodness. Um, Quinn went from, let's all remember, she had a baby with Puck. Yes. In high school. Now exploring her sexuality and became Santana's, I don't know, I don't know what to call this. One night, <laughs> One night stand. stand. It looks uh, like it. Potentially more, because she was like, Maybe we should do this again. And I don't know. I'm not sure where I... I, She kind of... Quinn says, oh, it's only going to be the one time. Like, this was fun, but, like, no. That was it. Yeah. And I don't think that that's going to be... Or it's going to become some other thing between them that, like, you know, like that kind of thing where they remember it. And I don't know. I feel like there's going to be friction in some way. But they were also drinking because they had the fake IDs. So Santana and Quinn were... There was alcohol involved, and you know that's usually not good. No, when that happens, it's always a montage. There was like a montage of bad decisions tonight, <laughs> right? But ever since they Santana and Quinn slapped each other in the Thanksgiving episode, right. they've actually gotten along better. There's, I think, there's more understanding. And tonight's episode, they were together just talking, and then they really progressed from friends to really good friends. Yeah, because they were dancing together, and Quinn kind of says, oh, I've never danced with a girl before, like, slow danced with a girl before. Mm-hmm. And we're, we were both looking at each other, just yeah. being like, is this happening on Glee right yeah, now? Yeah, we literally looked at, it, at each other, and we were like, what is going on? Yeah, completely. Just one of the craziest <laughs> things, and came out of left field. 
for me. I, oh, yeah. I would have never, ever guessed that. If you had me write down every prediction I have for the show, and there are many all the time, I would yeah. have never written that one down. I Yeah, I would never have put Quinn and Santana together, cause, maybe because both of those girls, they're so strong-willed women, and they're both, you know, the alpha females and two alpha females together. I just didn't picture it. And plus, we always saw Santana with... Brittany and I never considered throwing Quinn in that loop. Yeah, and it's interesting that um, we don't see Santana particularly upset when Brittany and um, I just wanted to call him Cord, Brittany and Sam are dancing together and being together. They're kind of having their happy honeymoon stage. Right. And then uh, Santana is kind of into Quinn and, and seeing what this is all about. And it's interesting both, like, I could see why they, they're connecting, though they've known each other forever. It's kind of the same thing as Blaine mm-hmm. and Kurt, known each other forever. There, There's something there, but... And I think maybe both of them, uh, Quinn and Santana, maybe they're lonely. And she said, uh, I believe Quinn said, the experimental phase. Yeah. Or this is what females experiment and maybe another thing was like they're both freshmen yeah. in college, which is usually, I guess, when mm. experimenting right. goes on. So maybe coincidentally that's happening. It's crazy. Um, we have, I think we've w- waited for the best, well, no, maybe not the best, but the my favorite storyline of the night. Oh, I kept looking at you, and I was like, oh, she's freaking out right now. Like, yeah, I mean... Crazy. Going I think crazy. every Finchel fan was dying tonight. Right. <laughs> Rachel and Finn, from the first scene, reunited tonight. Or... Yeah. Chatting more than we have all season, I feel like, with them. Because they've been pretty separate. We've seen them have, like, phone conversations, but not really... Yeah. They were together. S- actually sit down talking to each other, and then there was that moment where Rachel actually like puts her hands on Finn's face, and she's like, "Look at me," and I'm like, "Oh, what is going mm. on?" Yes, and I thought it was great, though. I know we talked about last week. Would Finn admit to her that you know he did in fact kiss Emma, and and that was where we started in the episode was that he is outright with her and says, "You know what? This happened," and. Rachel immediately asked back, which says so much. Um, <laughs> well, did she kiss you back? And he was like, no, 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 and that she freaked out. But, I mean, it was clear from the get-go that Rachel still cares about him, I felt like. Uh, yeah, I think they'll always have that mutual respect for each other, and plus, you know, true love, but they, I think they're both at the place of understanding, and yes, we had our break up but now they're really now they're just adults talking to one another yeah it's true i mean i think that what's really great about them is that they are that first love the i mean i think everyone has someone that they just they go back to like Mm -hmm. i mean at least most people i know it's kind of one of those things where it's like when you go home you're like oh is this still a thing like i don't know It's, it's a big question mark and i love that they're portraying that on the show so well um but I loved, loved their duet. We'll talk about it in oh, songs in a goodness, few minutes, so but so good. And that kind of leads, um, Rachel catches the bouquet. And I love how it, she, it, 
I don't know if she really cut it. It was more so it was just thrown to her, and she just happened to catch it. She just was in the correct spot at the right, you know, right spot, right time. I agree. Yeah, it. But it didn't kind look of, like she really tried. It just went to her. It allows Finn and her to have this conversation where he compares relationships to flowers. Uh huh. Which yes was way deeper than we've ever seen Finn be before. I feel like Finn was very superficial in high school and never really got to that like deep place where he was talking about the meaning of relationships and he and I love that he goes um like she loves me she loves me not and he says that she's not single because she's living with Brody and that's an interesting definition I think everyone would have a different answer to that when you're living with a guy I guess you're not single technically but I don't know it's it's hard to like define that marriage versus yeah I liked his comparison and you know his analogy with flowers and relationship you know you have to take care of it let it and nurture it and let it grow and then you know really care for something to grow and get better I just love the fact that they're both so romantic so sweet and just like one of the sweetest, I feel like, scenes from this season, for sure. Yeah, and as he got deeper into the conversation, they kept moving closer and closer and closer together. No, and you just <sighs> wanted that and kiss. like holding your breath. Yeah, I mean, oh, just one of those things where I don't... I feel like we've waited so long for it. Even when they were performing together, we were just like, they have such good chemistry. Like, how long has it been since we've seen them together? Crazy. And then I... Especially sing together, too. And I I just got to say, the flyer, when he was picking it, um, the last petal was, she loves me, but she doesn't pick it. Uh, He doesn't pick it. Rachel comes back into the frame and she picks it. I know. So (sighs) sweet. Just love she loves him. Yeah. She loves him. <laughs> I mean, it's such a good Valentine's Day episode. Oh, so good. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I just, and then it kind of made me sad for a second, though, when, you know, they got together in the hotel room, and then she leaves him, and he's still sleeping. And I was just like, do you want to go back to new, your New York life? Mm-hmm. I, I had so many questions about why she would... Because he clearly still loves her. So why is she leading him on? Or is she leading him on? I wasn't really sure. I think she still loves him, too, because she doesn't just get up and leaves. She actually, you know, kisses him on the cheek, then leaves. Yeah. If she wasn't really into it, I don't think she would have done that little act before she left. It's true. And it was interesting when she went back to New York, Brody kind of confronts her and says hey like did you see Finn and she says yeah I saw Finn but doesn't tell him the whole story at all she left out key details but she's not the only one with a secret Uh, Brody's like oh I sat at home and like I didn't do anything on Valentine's Day I just wanted to be with you and in fact there's a quick flash of him leaving what appears to be a hotel room with a wad of cash so is he a male escort? escort? Yeah, I wasn't sure. I mean, I'm guessing that's what they were trying to get at, but I was just like, let there be another solution to this, whatever that is. I mean, generally leaving a hotel room with a lot of cash doesn't leave up a whole lot of options, but I. so it'll be interesting to see how Rachel handles right. all of that. Plus, Brody did mention um, that Rachel was kissing differently. Yeah, so he knows. He, he noticed something was going on. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if he figures out the Finn situation. And things are coming to a head for Rachel. Um, right. As we saw at the very tail end of the episode, that 
she um, is late, uh, took a pregnancy test. So whose baby is it? Is she pregnant? All these questions that we have three weeks to wait for an answer for. Another three weeks. I know. It's killing us. March, I think it's March 7th we're back um, talking about all Glee craziness. It's mm. just intense. But in the meantime, um, you can go to AfterBuzzTV.com and pick up an amazingly cute mug like this. That's we nice. also have ones with spoons that are my personal favorite. There are baby onesies and t-shirts and all sorts of good things that you can pick up on AfterBuzzTV.com. And also, you should totally check out in theaters um, Serial Buddies, which is coming out, and it stars Maria Menounos and Beth Bears from Two Broke Girls, who both ladies super funny and great. I actually haven't seen the movie yet. I've checked out the trailer, and I think it looks amazing. I can't wait to see it, but I know Marissa has seen the movie. I have seen a screener. It is hilarious. There are a lot of funny movie references in it, which I love, and plus, it's like... Um, keep making this p- comparison. It's like Dexter meets Dumb and Dumber, yeah. and who doesn't love those those shows and TV and, and TV show and movies? And it's great. It's so funny. Yeah, and must it's, watch. It's out in March in select cities. I think March eighth. March eighth. Uh, Boss. Uh, it's uh, San Francisco, L.A., New York, um, Chicago, Chicago, and Boston. And Boston. I was gonna get all of them. I actually remembered. <laughs> there you go. So it's great. Um, I'm so excited to see it, and uh, I know you should definitely check out the trailer at um, www.serialbuddies.com. Am I right about yes. that? Yes. Serialbuddies.com, and you can follow them on Twitter at serial underscore buddies. And now yes. we can finally talk about songs. I'm. This episode had great songs in it. Um, starting with, they're all good. You've all I need. You're all I need to get by. And I, I liked this song. It was I, cute. It was cute. It took me a minute to realize it was Marvin Gaye, and um, with Jake and Marley singing it. Um, with a little assist from Ryder there, mm-hmm. and it was it was cute. I I don't know if I loved it. It wasn't my favorite of the night. For no, sure. and usually I think with the first numbers in Glee, it's usually bigger, more. Mm-hmm. Um, there's more, you know, entertainment in the big numbers. So the, at least for the first number of the night, and this was just seemed like a simple number. Yeah, just to slowly ease into. Yeah, I wanted some, like, super romantic Valentine's Day song, and I don't know why that was where my head went, but that's just what I was looking for. But I still liked it, and I like the chemistry between Jake and Marley and having Ryder there, and that was kind of that first time we got those looks of, like, I'm, I'm definitely into Marley. Hi. Like, right. don't forget about me. I gotta admit, Blake in... Uh, I keep calling him Blake Ryder yeah. in this particular number. I think he purposely ruined the surprise. He's like, oh, wait, Jake, you're doing a number? I had no idea. <laughs> Which, you know, clearly he does, but if you really wanted to make it a surprise, you wouldn't fake you know, tell that you knew. Yeah, it's true. And uh, I, I didn't like that, honestly. I, I know, it felt a little like he, undermining the situation. Yeah, he didn't need to f- fake the fact that he already knew about it. Yeah, completely. But getting on to the next song, we kind of were like, did they originally write this for Glee? It's called Getting Married Today, and it's Emma and Mr. Shu and Mercedes, who we have not heard from in a bit here. The singing right. was amazing. Oh my goodness, so fast-paced. I was like, whoa. Yeah, and the song is actually from Company, the right. musical. I have not seen it yet, but I am dying to now because I loved the song. That was awesome. Yeah. So well done. It was a lot of fun. That was a that great was, one. It was 
great singing because that was a really fast-paced song. That felt like a flow rider. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap, what are they saying? They're singing it way too fast. Exactly. And I was just like, wow, this is a lot going on in the song. But Mercedes still can do no wrong yeah, in my she, eyes. She's fantastic. She's awesome. Good, good singer there. And then um, Just Can't Get Enough. And this was Blaine, Kurt, M- Brittany, and Marley all singing together. I kind of liked that they mixed up the pairs tonight a little bit. Like, we didn't get so much of the exact same pairings that we always have of, like... Like, there were some of those, but, it like, yeah. Blaine and Kurt and Brittany, like, you don't always get those three together. It, it was a nice mess, mix, especially because all the relationships kind of got mixed up tonight, too. So yeah. I think that, you know, just reflected on what was going on in the episode. So it was nice to see all of them in, in different pairings that we're not used to. Yeah, and this is such a fun song to begin with. It's Depeche Mode and just a great kind of... Just a fun Yeah, number. fun fun number, f- nice, like, energy in the number and kind of fit with this, like, <laughs> wedding reception. I feel like mm-hmm. there's always those kinds of songs at wedding receptions. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to see everyone dance a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it felt a little... Like, I wanted a kind of a prom feeling to it. You remember yeah. the prom episodes where they just like could not stop dancing? Right. That's really what I was looking for out of this. And then my favorite, I said at the top of the show, we've got tonight, Sin really? and Rachel. This current song is on the screen right now for uh, everyone who's yeah. listening. It's so it's on the screen. So, so good. So good. And such good chemistry. We mention it all the time. But um Rachel, uh, Leah Michelle, and Finn Corey Monteith are re- a real life couple, and I felt like for the first time we kind of saw that chemistry on screen that they were mm-hmm. really cute together. And I like her new style on stage too. I feel like we see it a lot in rehearsals in New York and things like that. But kind of to have her back with Finn and see the like new style that Rachel has, the hot pink dress, was really cute. And they were, I think Finn and Rachel were really singing to each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We meant every single word to each other. And then at the end of that number, we see all the different couples go into different hotel rooms. I know. And I literally had to write down, like, <laughs> each couple and then what happened to them. And uh, we got tonight. They got tonight. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, what a perfect song choice. I mean, perfect. perfect. And plus, with Bob Seger, you can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And uh, we ended the night with a fun one. I, it's been all over the radio. Ellie Golding's Anything Could Happen. Um, she actually just performed here in L.A. this week um, at a small theater called the Pantages. Or not the Pantages. The um, Palladium. And uh, that I heard it was a great show. So a lot of my friends went to it. So that's really fun. And I liked this version of her song. It sounded good. And all of them, you know, it, it was nice to... I thought it was interesting how they weren't wearing red. Because we see when, a lot of times when they're on stage together, they're wearing, like, I thought they were going to wear red, particularly for Valentine's Day. But they were all wearing, like, purple and blue, which I thought was an interesting choice. I felt like, I actually liked that. I noticed it, too, because I thought, like, oh, you're going to go stereotypical Valentine's Day, the pinks Mm -hmm. and reds. And I kind of thought it was nice. It was something different. And they looked 
good in the in that color and it worked on stage for them so yeah and can we mention the fact that ellie stroker was in this episode uh yes we yeah. can i yeah <laughs> i mean ali stroker glee project season two yes she, i saw her name in the credits i was like what she's in this episode no way and she had a sweet moment with uh well it didn't start out so sweet i should <laughs> but uh she was kind of Artie and her are both um in wheelchairs and she's like just because I'm in a wheelchair like you don't you're not going to get with me just because of that like mm-hmm. I'm popular I'm captain of the cheerleaders at my high school and then you see her kind of melt a little when he asked her to dance and right. they end up being together and he asks for her number at the end of the episode like, I'm taking you out on a date yeah and he's like you've never been with anybody like me and I was right. just like that's adorable I love his confidence that's yeah. one of my favorite things about that character. And I loved her character because I've just I just know her from Glee Project and she was the one of the sweetest people to watch and to see her come like have this character introduced as really upfront and you know um with her uh words and just like foot and mouth kind of person she she'll just say anything that she wants and I thought that was a really interesting a twist to her character. Yeah, I so, a nice introduction. <laughs> I'm hoping to see. We'll talk about it in predictions, but I'm hoping to see much more of that couple as well. I think it's a fun one, and it's he's he deserves somebody. I, I feel like it's been a while since we've had him have a solid relationship, so it would be nice to see that blossom cool. a little bit. And she actually is in a wheelchair in real life, so I think that'd be actually right. a nice character foil for Artie. Can we also mention Sue a little bit? Oh, yes. I I went through their wedding quickly here. Sue. Sue, Sue, um, she legitimately uh, will stop at nothing. She dresses in the exact same wedding dress as as Emma Emma tonight. And then when Emma runs off, she walks up the aisle like she is the bride. And I was just like, who would do that? It was Mm -hmm. actually a moment where I was just like, oh, come on, Glee. Like, a little bit of realistic, whatever. I just, I I couldn't get behind it tonight. I don't know how you felt. I thought it was interesting how they always played the Habanero song. But every time we saw Sue, like, it was not good. She showed up at, like, the wrong moments that, like, oh, what is she gonna do? She's gonna ruin it. But, uh, I thought it was interesting how Sue was the one who told Will that Emma was uh, Emma left. Yeah, I I hope for him that he either can get her back or he moves on. I don't want it to linger in this will they won't they any longer. I think mm, I'll say that for predictions. Yes. Um. So we should probably get into some news and gossip here. After Buzz TV News. Do you remember Kurt's father, Mike O'Malley, plays Kurt's father? Yes. So he loved Bert. I know he's so amazing. So he um, actually just got cast in the NBC comedy Welcome to the Family. It's going to be a single uh, cam comedy uh, that's focus is on the colliding world between a white family and a Latino family who are bonded together by their children who fall in love. So. That'll be an interesting show to see him on. Something different. Hmm. I wonder what's going to happen with this character, Angli, then. I know. I'm a little worried. I hope that he still can, like, 
sporadically come in and do it. I know right. that, like, on Scandal, uh, they have people who kind of go and guest on other things as well. So hopefully mm-hmm. he'll be able to come back and at least be on Glee a little bit. Um, and then Jane Lynch is did an interview with Parade Magazine, and she's talking about how she's a homebody and, uh, you know, just wants to be home and, and not, like, out doing crazy things, not in the Hollywood scene, um, <laughs> you know, with my own little thoughts, my own little corner, my own little chair. And uh. I was just like, that's really cute. <laughs> Cinderella. <laughs> exactly. And she kind of says that the thing that distinguishes, um, like, Sue Sylvester from other characters is that... Um, she has all these anger management issues, but that she's like really struggling to control it, and you see that with yeah. her. So I thought that was a really interesting. Interesting. And yeah, you can check out more of that interview in Parade Magazine. So it's really fun. Yeah, and she Jane Lynch doesn't seem like the person who would go out, you know, and hit up the town. No, no, um, not at all. She can't really picture that. No, I think she, you know, is married, and they have. Um, a child and all that so it's definitely one of those things and she's also talking about how she's never in the loop um <laughs> with glee things like she ne- didn't know remember ricky martin guest starred she was like oh my gosh it's you like and, and uh she didn't know that that was happening in advance and even he turned to her and said like this was announced three weeks ago like how did you not know this so she doesn't necessarily stay up to date on the mm-hmm. glee gossip so she may not be the best person to go do for glee spoiler exactly glee spoilers Jane Lynch will not give them out to you. That's Ready funny. to do some predictions? Yeah. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay. So, I, I actually have a few predictions. Okay. I like it. I think Rachel is pregnant. Or, that I mean, or maybe she has a false pregnancy or hysterical pregnancy that would be interesting um you see her she's breaking down maybe it's just out of pure nervousness and maybe she's freaking out over the fact that she could be pregnant um we uh with just hearing that news about uh mike uh, o'malley yeah Mike mike o'malley um if he's being cast in the show, what's going to happen with his character? Maybe something's going to happen with him and his, with Bert and his cancer. Hope maybe, not. as <laughs> as painful as it is to say, maybe his character will take a turn for the worse. Right. And I mean, it's logical to think that way yeah, for sure. And he might get killed off. Oh, that'd be terrible. And um, another thing, um, you see in the previews that movies, like romantic movies that they're doing, I saw a little, like, one and a half seconds of Moulin Rouge. (laughs) I I don't even remember who the characters were singing, but I just saw two people singing together on top of what looks like an elephant, and I just thought Moulin Rouge, which is one of my all-time favorite musical movies, and I mean, I have a poster in that in my room, not gonna lie. So Mm -hmm. I'm actually really, really excited for the movie episode. I think Emma and Will will still get back together. All right. Oh, that was a lot. I have some disagreement with you, I have to say. All right. I think um, Rachel will not be pregnant in the end. She, I think what it will do, though, is force her to kind of confront her two feelings because she'll start thinking about who she would want 
the father of her child to be, and that will ultimately be Finn, not Brody, who's keeping all these secrets. Finn's always been relatively truthful with her. There's been some things along the road, but he was in high school, and now he's really stepping forward, so I hope that that's where that's leading. And in terms of Blaine and Kurt, I think Blaine is going to fight to the death for Kurt. Like, I Mm -hmm. think he's not giving up anytime soon. I don't think he's going to walk away from that relationship. And I hope that his father survives, and that (laughs) could be actually the thing that pushes him back to Blaine because you go back to the things that are comfortable when That's you're true. going through tough stuff. You go back to the people you need to talk to. Yeah. So, What do you think is going to happen with Quinn and Santana? You know, that's so hard for me. I feel like Quinn's going to get over it. Like, she's going to, okay, I experimented and I'm moving on. It might not Mm -hmm. be, they might do it a few more times or hang out a few more times, but she's going to move on and be really embarrassed by it because that's kind of the way we've seen her character be. Mm -hmm. And so it'll be interesting to see how Santana handles that. I'm not sure if she'll be like, oh, I get it, or she'll be really hurt because she's already been hurt by Brittany. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Quinn will easily, quickly get over it, but Santana, she... Yes, she um, has, you know, love for females, and I think it's going to affect Santana more emotionally um, than it would with Quinn. And I'm really excited because also in that preview with that amazing movie episode, we are having the 500th musical performance, which is huge, and I I, I wonder what song it is. I don't know yet, but I remember a couple weeks ago the, the... Glee cast were tweeting out five. We're working on the 500th number right now, and I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy to think that they've done 500 songs on that show. But I love them, and it'll be so exciting to see that. I hope it is a huge number. Oh, you know it's going to be big. Yeah, I mean, I and I want everyone involved, and like all the couples and all of it. So that's what I'm excited for. I mean, I know it's not a prediction, but I'm very, very excited for that. Do you think the 500th number would be a mashup? Or one straight song? I think it's going to be a classic. Okay. I, I, From the rumors I'm hearing, I think it's going to be a classic. So. All right. Yeah. So it'll be good to see that. And um, you, if you have an opinion of what you think the 500th song is or you've heard something different, uh, you can tweet at AfterBuzzTV or me at Stephanie Wenger. And I am on Twitter. Thank you, Martin. <laughs> I'm on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. Exactly. And thank you so much for watching and spending your Valentine's Day with us. Happy Valentine's Day. Everybody. So much fun. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Yeah. 